Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the You Love and You Learn podcast. I am really excited for this next conversation today. The topic that I want to talk about is answering the question, is there such thing as the right relationship? And even as I just said that, I put the right relationship in air quotes. You can't see me doing it, but I did because... Oftentimes, I think this question can lead to a lot of relationship anxiety, and I know it did for me, so I really want to unpack this a little bit more. Please note, as always, a major disclaimer that this podcast does not apply to abusive relationships. So when I'm talking about things such as defining what is right or not right or coming up with that unique definition... I'm not talking about relationships where there is abuse taking place because objectively that may not be the right relationship. However, there are many reasons why someone may not be able to leave such a relationship at this time, so I want to be very empathetic to that as well. I think one of the main reasons that leads us to feel anxious if we ask ourselves, is this the right relationship? or at least for some people it can cause anxiety, is because when you're looking at something as either right or wrong, it almost assumes that the right way is good and the wrong way is bad. It puts us into very binary thinking, right, wrong, good, bad, you know, happy, sad, all of those very all or nothing type terms. And there's not much room for gray area when we're thinking like that. I would say that another reason that this can cause anxiety is due to a lot of the catchphrases that we often hear associated with love and relationships in the mainstream narrative. So things like, are they the one and is this your soulmate can go hand in hand with wondering if this is the right quote quote relationship because we think that based on this narrative and the rom-coms and you know, these common catchphrases people say like the one and soulmate, that there is just that one person or one potential soulmate and we have to make sure that this person that we are dating or in search of is that person. So let me start off by something that I say all the time on social media and really want to unpack here is that I don't believe that there are universal rules for love and relationships. When I say universal rules, I mean something that applies to every single person in the exact same way. There are billions of people on the planet, and we've all been raised in a slightly different way. Even my brother and I, who were raised under the same roof, have very different beliefs on love and relationships. So, of course, other people who were raised in completely different ways, whether it's culturally, different countries, different families, you know, whatever it is, there's going to be different narratives around love and relationships that are likely passed down or just simply the way someone grows up, the way they receive the same message on love and relationships could be slightly different. Someone could watch a rom-com and not feel any anxiety over it, whereas another person could watch a rom-com think that they have to measure up to that perfectly and then start feeling pressure or anxiety as a result. When I'm saying there's no universal rules for love and relationships, the reason I talk about this is because there's not this universal way to measure if something is quote quote right for us or not. 
it's something that we will have to define for ourselves individually. At some point in this podcast, I do want to expand on how to define what right or wrong even means for us and if we're able to leave some room for gray areas in that conversation. Instead of just thinking as something as only right or only wrong, are we able to add some missing context of certain pieces that could feel right, certain pieces that may not feel so right, and still choose how we move forward with that information, not making it this black or white type of conversation. One thing that comes up for me in the question of is this the right relationship is the notion of perfectionism. I think perfectionism is going to be a topic that I talk about often on here. I'm sure there will be a whole episode on that, if not more in the future. Perfectionism is something that really has infiltrated the way that I view love and relationships. I've been very actively working to release that and I've come a long, long way from the very beginning of my relationship anxiety journey, realizing that it's okay for myself, my partner, and my relationship to have imperfections. However, when we ask, is this the right relationship, there are some assumptions with that that we may not be aware of that we're making. The assumptions could be, is this the perfect relationship? Because if it's right, that must mean everything within it is good or perfect enough. Instead of asking, perhaps, is this a relationship where there are sturdy foundations or we can build sturdy foundations to grow upon and keep growing and evolving over time? Asking, is this the right relationship, assumes that it's kind of either fixed, it's already right, or it's not there. It's, it's either right or not, versus this opportunity for a growth mindset of, I think we can grow and evolve, and I trust that there will be growth and evolution throughout the course of this relationship. This conversation of, is this the right relationship, does come with a sense of personal responsibility. Here's why. A lot of people, myself included, tend to want to follow a rule book or we want to kind of outsource our decision-making to make sure we're following the rules and we're doing what's expected or perhaps, you know, we don't want to go too far off of this path that we think is societally appropriate. That's why a lot of people get stuck in comparison, wanting to know what other people are thinking or feeling. They get stuck in worrying about what other people's perceptions are of their relationship. Or they ask people, is this okay? Is this right? Is this wrong? To make sure that what they're doing is not considered bad. Here's the thing. What is right for one person may be wrong for another person. What could feel right for me may feel wrong for you. And so that's where this sense of personal responsibility has to come in as you're defining what right and wrong mean for you and as you're potentially looking to expand those definitions of what could be right and wrong because I won't lie there have been times in my life where I thought something was so wrong or so bad and then later I realized I just had a very narrow-minded lens of it and have now been able to shift into a new set of beliefs. I think it's really important to start paying attention if you're listening to this at what you view as right or wrong start noticing where am I quick to judge if something isn't right or where am I quick to want to 
be on this kind of high horse of saying, well, that's wrong or bad, and really just start paying attention to how quickly your mind wants to assign labels as right or wrong, good or bad. It's not a bad thing to do that. We're human. We're wired to try and have things kind of in neat little boxes. How is this going to go? Is this good or bad, right or wrong? Let me filter that away and categorize it as such. However, when we can learn to expand and open up and allow for there to be the messy middle, the gray area, a mix of both right and wrong, then we might have a better chance of feeling like our relationship has flexibility and we're able to show up in it without trying to look at every little action or behavior or quality as labeling right or wrong. Another important part of this conversation that I wanted to address is everyone has a slightly different definition as well of what may be right or wrong for them when it comes to deal breakers. So I discussed this in my Is It Anxiety or Incompatibility webinar in much more detail. But I think a big part of understanding relationship anxiety is actually getting clear on what your deal breakers are, or at least having an idea of this feels like something that would be crossing a boundary or not okay for me. Let me at least reflect on this in the chance that it does come up, then I can kind of just be a little bit more conscious of how I'm responding versus kind of going through your relationship constantly scanning for potential red flags that you think you should be looking for because someone else told you. So this is again where that personal responsibility piece comes in because what's a deal breaker or what's a potential deal breaker for you may not be for me. And there are people for example who would never want their partner to smoke weed for example. Whereas some people, they love smoking weed and that's what they do with their partner all the time. That's just one example, but I've had a set of different clients who have come with the same question or challenge and some people feel like it's absolutely no big deal, whereas some people, that's a really big trigger for them. So neither person is right or wrong. It's about personal preference. It's about your values. It's about your lifestyle preferences and kind of what you envision for your life and some other things. So I unpack the notion of incompatibility a lot more in that webinar. I'll definitely continue to talk about it on the podcast as well. And I know that it's a big piece of this relationship anxiety puzzle and also can be a big piece in helping to answer the question of, is this the right relationship? Because when you can start peeling away at the reasons why a relationship might not be right, you start feeling more confident that it could be quote, quote, right for you. Um, There's no, again, universal definition of what right or wrong looks like, but when you're trying to make that decision for yourself of, is this a relationship I can move forward in? Is this a relationship that I think can grow? Is this a relationship that today, in the here and now, I feel confident could be something that really supports me over time? So that set of questions can be made a little bit easier when you realize that there either are very little incompatibilities with your relationship or potential deal breakers, or maybe there are some potential incompatibilities that you just want to at least then bring up and communicate about in more detail with your partner. The cool thing about being unique and human is that we each have our own way of viewing and defining right and wrong. However, that's also what makes it complicated because I can't sit here on a podcast and give you that list of 10 qualities that make a relationship right 
or 10 qualities that make a relationship wrong. Of course, I can say things like, you know, are you feeling supported in that relationship? Or are you feeling like your partner, you know, actually loves and cares about you for you? Or do you have to, you know, change everything about yourself to show up in that relationship? I can say things like that. But again, that will mean different things to different people. And that's where I really want as you listen to not only this episode, but the rest of my podcasts for you to put on that critical thinking lens of what resonates out of this conversation for me specifically, and then how can I use it to start reflecting with my own unique definition of right and wrong? How can I use this for my unique relationship instead of looking for myself or others to kind of guide you into the right answer for yourself, you get to come up with an answer that feels helpful for you. I have a few last things I want to add to this conversation before we wrap up here. Firstly, even if we think or feel something is right for us, and I keep doing these air quotes, I wish you guys could see me as I record this, even if we think something is quote quote right, It doesn't mean that that gives us a free pass to stop putting time and energy towards that thing. So for a relationship example, I believe that me and Nate are in the right relationship. I have confidently chosen that after working through a lot of anxiety telling me otherwise. I believe I'm in the right relationship and I still have to put time and energy into that relationship just because it's quote, quote, right, or just because you anticipate that it's going to be right. It doesn't mean that that then is, you know, all bets are off. I just stop trying and it gets to be right forever. So that's where this extra nuance comes in and extra context of how can I still build more and more of the the good stuff that I'm really excited about, the ways that this relationship makes me feel loved and supported, how can I continue to nurture it? Because even if it feels right right now, I still want to make sure it's growing over time. So that's one thing to consider. On the flip side, if something feels quote, quote, wrong, it still doesn't give us the full picture of why that feels wrong. It doesn't tell us the full story. Here's why. Does it feel wrong because we have anxiety and because we're looking at things that are potentially deal breakers and we're really like analyzing and nitpicking every little potential flaw in our partner? Is it feeling wrong because of that? Or is it feeling wrong because there are potential deal breakers, because there's potential things happening in the relationship that you aren't okay with or you feel like could be really big challenges? There are different reasons why something could feel wrong. And if we aren't willing to explore the reason, then we're going to have a hard time actually confidently making decisions about how to move forward in the relationship. So once again, I discussed that in the Is It Anxiety or Incompatibility webinar. That webinar has been watched by over 550 people in 35 plus countries. I'm really proud of the framework that I put together in that webinar. I think it's so easy to understand. And my hope is that you watching it can really understand for yourself the framework and then to make a decision with more clarity and confidence. Again, I share in the webinar and I'll share here, I can't make that decision for you because there is no universal way to determine it. However, what I give you in that webinar is a way to help make the decision for you 
And then once you can make that decision, then it becomes a matter of how can I trust myself that that decision is the best decision for me at this moment. I'll end by saying this, and maybe I should have started the podcast with this, but I'll end with this so it's fresh in your mind. I think that asking the question, is this the right or wrong relationship in the first place, could be part of the challenge here because it does bring up that all or nothing thinking. It's either right or it's wrong. No in between. And so making sure the questions we're asking ourselves are actually helpful and that the answers we would get to those questions would be helpful for us. For me and for many of my clients and for anyone listening, it might not feel helpful to even ask this question at all because the answer may feel hard to hear and it may feel so concrete, right, wrong. It's good or bad. Instead, questions could be more in that gray area of, you know, can I grow with this person? Is this a relationship that feels like it could be supportive to me over time? Are me and my partner able to accept one another or are we working towards having more acceptance in the relationship? Questions like that that feel like you have actual control over how you show up versus if it's right or wrong, there's not much you can necessarily do about that. It feels very fixed. And maybe some food for thought is that your relationship could be a mix of both right and wrong in some ways. It could be right in so many ways and still be wrong because maybe you're comparing what's you know in the movies and some of that may feel wrong right now, but who's to say that your definition of love and relationships cannot expand over time so that it doesn't feel like things are wrong. It just feels like things that are opportunities for growth either internally or within the relationship. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear what you think of the podcast. So send me a DM on Instagram letting me know what you think. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. It would mean so much to me to have reviews of the podcast for other people to come and see it and listen. It also would mean the world to share this with your friends or family or anyone you think may need it. I am really hoping to continue to spread the message of relationships in a way that does not feel so all or nothing. It doesn't feel like the classic narrative we see in the movies. And the more people we can get into this conversation, the better. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at you love and you learn. And my website is youloveandyoulearn.com if you'd like to learn more. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode.